Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And today we are here to talk about chapters 25 and 26 of Children of Dune, just as soon as we wait and see if we become Emperor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just wait and see. Let's just wait and see how it goes. You I know. bet we won't. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll be a consort, though. Of a worm? <laughs> of a baby? Why is he baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you have to tell this tale, Megan. Okay, so if anyone wants to go onto our Twitter, because mm-hmm. um, we were all responding to this, I saw yeah. this, and I my phone is actually updating at the moment, so I can't double check who posted originally. I think it was Deep Style Guide. Mm. Uh, it's a piece of art that's actually very well done, except that it's 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 laid out too, mm-hmm. but he's in a little chair, so he looks like a baby worm, mm-hmm. and he has a little worm body and like a human upper body, but he mm-hmm. has the head of a baby. He yeah. looks like a child. It's it's very like it's creepy and unsettling. So I think it's like really well done because that artist like definitely evoked a reaction. Because <laughs> I was oh, like, true. What? But also, no. Like, as I in- said. <laughs> Why is he baby? Because he should not be baby. Yeah. So, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let me see if I can find who who did post that and who, if we can credit the artist, that would be good. I don't yes, know. Yes, because I'm, sh- I mean, it, the art itself was very good. It was very well done, but mm-hmm. it was just like, why does he look like that? I don't like it. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of renderings of, of Leto, too. Yeah, I mean, we make it a point (laughs) to include Alito 2 in every newsletter. These are just the kind of wonderful things that you're getting when you're on our Patreon. Exactly. Uh, Alito 2 every month. (laughs) Sometimes it's a drawing. Sometimes it's a book cover. Sometimes it's a sheet. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But always Alito 2. Except this time, I don't think we'll be putting baby because I was alarmed by that. Okay, so we have an artist name. It's Greg Ruth. So thanks for that, Greg. Um, <laughs> and apparently Greg does some really amazing pieces, but um, this one is apparently pretty out of the box, which is fine. I think it's actually, I mean, they're sitting in an egg chair, so that's also kind of cool. But yeah. um <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, man. It, it the fact that it looks like my brother when he was a little little bitty boy, like, is even yeah. another layer of weird to it for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking up some of his stuff, and yeah, no, it's awesome, and <clears throat> it's just sort of also like, but why? Oh, but he I... some amazing uh, parasite art from Ooh. the movie Parasite, which I'm actually kind of like, oh, maybe I need. These in my life. I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, Ooh, this. Okay, I gotta stop. But there's. He just, if you want to Google his name, uh, Greg Ruth, like she said, he did. I am looking at an amazing uh, Annihilation piece. Ooh. I'm gonna throw that. You know me, I can never get enough Annihilation content. Send this little message to Bo right now. Mm hmm. I like that Annihilation the movie added that entire subplot about her, her husband that they just really amped up from the book and we were just sort of like, but it's okay. Because <laughs> it's Isaac. Oh, yeah. 
just give us the more. Give us more. I mean, they made it. Yeah, they did kind of make it a little more dramatic that ending. Then yeah, yeah. Um, But but it was good. I'm not complaining. I mean, hello, Oscar. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I'm actually not gonna read this epigraph. I think I'm gonna let this be Jody's first. Jody's gonna read. This epigraph uh, from the preacher at Arakeen, a message to the sisterhood, and go. You, Benny Jesuit, call your activity of the Panoplia Prophetica a science of religion. Very well. I, a seeker after another kind of scientist, find this an appropriate definition. You do, indeed, build your own myth, but so do all societies. You, I must warn, however, you are behaving as so many other misguided scientists have behaved. Your actions reveal that you wish to take something out of life. It is time you were reminded of that which you so often profess. One cannot have a single thing without its opposite. The Preacher at Arakeen, A Message to the Sisterhood. So That's how I'm going to start all my letters. All my mm-hmm. correspondence from now on is going to begin with, you I must warn, however. <laughs> oh, one cannot have a single thing without its opposite. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Maybe? That Maybe. seems pretty Shrug. simplistic. Sometimes these are so simplistic mm-hmm. that I just get a little bit like, uh, Okay, if you say so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, oh boy, this... Oh, this chapter. Oh, friends. <laughs> this chapter is a, a chapter that if anyone follows us on Instagram or me on Twitter, mm-hmm. I had mentioned a part of this chapter earlier, so we're going to talk at length about that. Uh-huh. But so, Jessica, Jessica's, uh, she's run to the desert. Mm-hmm. She's in... Her, the Fadaikin have squirreled her away in like the world's worst sitch Mm. (laughs) which is terrible to say oh my god when they were when they were just frank was describing like okay so this was a sitch that they rejected the religion of muadib which good for you guys but then they tried to make their like make their living like raising dogs Giant dogs, big giant dogs dogs that are nannies, like Nana from Peter Pan. (laughs) And then all the dogs died. And so people think that the priests poisoned them because no one can be allowed to have an income stream that isn't related to Alia and her religion. It's like, Alia, now we're killing dogs? (laughs) Very naughty. Very naughty. I want a giant dog. We know that... It's not Alia kill, actually killing the dog. I know, but it's ostensibly her priests. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just, I'm just, I'm picturing like a big Saint Bernard, and I'm just like, come on, mm-hmm. that's terrible. That yeah. they were trying their best. And Jessica has sent a message to Stilgar that just says, "I'm sorry, my daughter's possessed." I've got a thing. I d- it just popped into my head. Okay, Uh-oh. so we've got Arrakis has giant Saint Bernards. Which is insane because it's so hot there. Um, but they also have Spicehide Messenger bats. So is it possible that we could have an Arrakis Cujo? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's uh, absolutely possible. 
you know, bats, man. Bats. Yeah. Although Cujo in the book is not a St. Bernard. I is he think. not? Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he wasn't, and they had, like... I'm looking that up now. I can't yeah. be wrong. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a St. Bernard. Okay, that's I only crazy. read it the one time. It was yeah. upsetting. <laughs> that is a very upsetting book. I have not like, actually that read that That ending much. is so... Like, that's one of his few endings. Oh, no, yeah, I it's feel, okay. I was wrong. Yeah, I feel like it's really well done because it's so dark and it's so depressing. <laughs> Man, that ending just wrecked me. Okay, I I need to stop thinking about Cujo yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> if you've only ever seen the movie, uh, just stay with that, honestly, because the book yeah. will upset you it, very, it's very, very much. Upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so still, she has messaged Stilgar and said, my daughter is possessed and must be put to the trial. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't heard back yet, and they finally get a message from Stilgar that is just like, um, yeah, we don't know where the twins are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost the twins. Well, because when Jessica, you know, hightailed it out of there with the Fadiken, like, Ollie is like, okay, it's on now. It's mm-hmm. on. So she demanded that the twins be returned to her custody. And then Stilgar had to be like, uh, I'd love to, but... And Jessica's like, well, maybe Stilgar sent them out into the desert, like, he's hiding them, and, you know, she's there, uh, with, uh, oh, what's his name, Alfali, and he says, Mm -hmm. well, no, uh, he was out looking for them all night. I mean, maybe Mm -hmm. he was just trying to, you know, really put up a good front, and she's like, nah, it's not his style. Yeah. Like, uh uh-oh. Yeah, no, Stilgar's not the fronting type. (laughs) No, that's a little beyond his his usual (laughs) game plan. Yeah. And so she realizes this means the twins have, in fact, gone missing and that they have taken themselves into the desert. And mm-hmm. Ollie's just like, but they're just two little kids. She's like, we do not have time for that. She said they know the desert better than most Fremen, like, living today. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, I don't have the time to tell you about my grandkids right now. We are going to yeah. just keep moving on. But she does flash back to the her little meeting with... Leto and how he told her like you know some stuff's gonna happen just roll with it and she also knows that Alia has said oh my mom is an enemy mm-hmm. like if anyone I... sees Lady Jessica yeah and they're kind of hinting that she's saying the same about like the Bene Gesserit as a whole yeah, because she's saying that Jessica has been, like, turned by enemies. So she mm-hmm. hasn't said Benny Gesserit, but everyone Not knows explicitly. what she means. Yeah. And so uh, she's like, there's someone else. There's a messenger coming. Uh, we're going to see, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so then a couple of Fremen walk in, and she's just like, hi. And everyone's just like, it's Maudit's mom. And she's like, I really don't have time. <laughs> she's so awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> and she, so they're like, okay, so El Folly sent us to just give you a really quick heads up because Stilgar's <laughs> messenger is here and it's Duncan, Idaho. And she's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Are, what is he doing here? And these two Fremen, they're kind of like 
they weren't around for the whole Muad'Dib thing. They were probably too young, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. But they're just like, so they're not old Fremen and they're not, she doesn't know them. She doesn't trust them. She just gets this feeling that there's something like dangerous about them. And that's not even important. I feel like so much time is spent on that. No, there's a whole I mean, paragraph about these two. And yeah. it's, they're literally just there to be like, we wanted to give you the heads up that Duncan Idaho is the messenger and she's mm-hmm. going to go great. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Uh, Are you but, sure you want to meet with them? So he, he, but he's just like, well, I'm here. So mm-hmm. sup? <laughs> uh, so he he shows up he's got his uniform on but also he has a Chris knife now you know just mm-hmm. a big difference Yeah, and they have this it's, little they kind of snip at each other a bit is this the first time she's seen the Duncan Gola I mean unless, I mean I'm a, unless there was like a visit in between yeah yeah, I'm thinking probably it is because the twins are only nine. And she's been gone since, you know, Paul took over. Yeah. So, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, All right, so you say you're here to help me, but didn't Alia tell you to abduct me? He's like, uh, but Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh,. And so they're just both like, well, we screwed this up, didn't we? <laughs> Jessica says, I spent much of this night reviewing the mistakes I made with my daughter. And Duncan says there were many and I shared in most of them. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, boy, these two. I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation where you two admit that you fucked up this poor woman. And Can imagine if your mom was having this conversation with your husband. I mean, <laughs> like- <laughs> no. And like my husband used to like be hot for her. No. Well, I mean, obviously, we're going to, like, negate that part of the equation. Mm-hmm. I just meant the conversation where they're just like, oh. <laughs> I just, I've been up all night thinking about Bo. <laughs> uh. it, it's, I don't know. I was just so angry when I got to that part where he's like, yeah, you made mistakes and I did too. And I'm just like, yeah, you both <gasps> did. I'm glad you see it now when it's too fucking late. So she's like his his so his jaw is trembling like oh you're having feels okay mm-hmm. Duncan that's great and he's just, so oh, here we go so <laughs> Jessica says well it's it it's we can see what happened because I wanted to get out of here mm-hmm. like I just took off and left I wanted to leave so I left and I didn't stop to think about what that would do to my yeah. daughter. <sighs> And she says, and you wanted a girl you saw as a younger version of me. And he's just kind of like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, Jessica, you can't just say it. We all know it. We know. <laughs> we know that this is the case. Um, but, ew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ew, don't like that. No, and then she's just like, well, okay, enough of that weirdness. Where are my grandkids? <laughs> you know, yeah, she, she's like, she turns kind of fast. She's like, oh, hey, it's Duncan. Yeah, we both fucked up with Alia, that whole thing. Oh, you you're all sad. Because you were into me. Oh, you're sad? What are you going to cry about it? Uh, no, she's immediately like, yeah, okay, that's fun. Like, where are my kids? Where are my grandkids? I need to know right now. Tell me you have them. And he's like, I don't fucking know. 
says, well, Stilgar thinks they've gone into the desert, so they maybe they saw what was coming. And she's just like, mm. yeah. And she's like, well, what about Alia? And he's like, well, you know, I don't know, Civil War shrug. <laughs> yeah, I think she's trying to start We're shrugging a civil again. War. Everyone's shrugging again. Yeah, this is the the book of shrugs. We are back to shrugs. Uh, uh, and yeah. so he's just like, well, I guess Stilgar will find him. I don't know. <laughs> she's like, yeah, okay. So I guess this is up to Gurney. I'm just gonna ignore both you guys. Yeah, Jesus, well, everybody she, here. She does remember too, like Leto telling her. There's gonna come a time when they're gonna some you're gonna be kidnapped. You need to let yourself be taken. Like you need to let yourself be abducted. Trust me. And she's like, "Well, I guess this is it." And I also enjoy that there's a part where she says something and Duncan agrees and says, "That's what my Duke always told me." And she's just like, "I know that he means Leto and not Paul." Mm -hmm. Well, of course he doesn't mean Paul. He knew Paul for about 10 seconds before he was Duke, <laughs> and then he was a Gola. So, like, I, I obviously, Jessica, mm-hmm. I know you just really want to think about Leto all the time, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Except I mean, you loved him. He was a little emo for my taste, but, you know, if he does, if he did look like Oscar Isaac, I would all, I would pine for him till the end of fucking time. Futility. <laughs> Futility. Futility. Oh, that's a callback and a half. Uh, it's my favorite. I'm gonna make <laughs> a meme of that. I've decided it's just gonna be over those stills of him from Rise of Skywalker. Mm. <laughs> Somehow, Palpatine is returned. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't even returned, was it? Wasn't it just like somehow Palpatine's back, and it's like. I think he says returned. I don't think he was as casual as is yeah. back. <laughs> like, great fucking explanation, Mr. Dameron. He doesn't know what's going on. That's He's... true. He's a big dummy. We established that in The Last Jedi. Uh, well, no, I mean, the problem... The problem with Poe. No, it's it's Last <laughs> Jedi established that um he needs to respect women more. Mm-hmm. And that disappoints me because I feel like generally he does. But Poe, mm-hmm. this is disappointing for many reasons. Never disregard Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. No, and... God, are you kidding? Oh, God, do not. Like, I'm sorry if you if you're one of those that hate the Last Jedi, you are definitely listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah, no, you definitely are. <laughs> and also, I mean, the fact that he literally was like, I don't think we should trust her because she's got nail polish. <laughs> she's awfully fancy for an admiral it's like yeah. okay have you seen well first of all have we seen how the first order is dressing because mm. they're all drama all the time so i think I mean, you guys are allowed hux. to have a little you hux. know that hux is getting hux. like facials and manicures every week he, have you seen that skin have you seen those nails they shine like glass pristine porcelain skin yeah beautiful beautiful uh love him not Hux, per se. I mean, Don't remember all. Krennic? Like, I know that that was, that was the old Republic and whatever, but, like, yeah, Krennic, like, that white cloak never needed to be dry cleaned. <laughs> what was that even about? I still, to this day, I'm just like, Orson, know, maybe, but... 
let's have a conversation so about cute, though. This look. You are overcompensating because I no one respects it. you. I like it too, but it it's was just it was just opulence. You know, <laughs> it's just a little much. He had a lot going on. He had a lot mm-hmm. on his plate. I mean, it's really hard to look good when you're standing next to Mads fucking Mickelson. And he yeah. managed, you know. It's, you know, they're the just. The bone structure of an angel, that man. But just the fact that that Poe was like, well, her hair is purple. And I don't know if I can respect that. It's like, dude, um. <laughs> One, rude. Two, what if her hair just was purple? Because you're from mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Um, we have established there are aliens. I mean, you can accept a fish man as general, but not a woman with purple fucking hair. Like, I need you to look to the right and see about six people that are standing near you <laughs> and what they're all doing. Like, and no offense to Admiral Atkvar, but, you know, he's a fucking fish. And you're like... <laughs> Oh, that guy's clearly meant to lead. (laughs) But not this lady with lavender hair. How dare she? She's in a fancy dress. The audacity. (laughs) I'm sorry. You really got got me fired up now. God damn it. No, it's entirely fair. I just, maybe he just didn't like the drama because, you know, he associates that. I give you three guesses what I'm going to watch when we get off this call. Rogue One. Oh, uh, yeah. Three guesses. They're all, the answer is all Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, you can't start being that way, Poe, because, mm-hmm. I mean, look, the Empire and the First Order don't even hire aliens. Yeah. They're xenophobic. They're, they're sub, yeah, I was going to say white supremacists. I mean, I kind of think they are. I do think that Finn is more of an aberration. Like, in more ways than one. Like, I, I do feel like they are white supremacists at their core. At their core. Mm-hmm. And they, like, canonically have one alien, and <laughs> he's blue, so. <laughs> um. Anyway, so there are no blue people in Dune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Granddad not yet. Gone, not in Dune. Sadly, that's my crossover <laughs> event. <laughs> um, this is my fanfic opus. That's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, I can't um, wait. <laughs> of all the characters who could cross over into Dune from Star Wars, I think Ron <laughs> is up there. Not so much the blueness, um, mm-hmm. but everything else about his personality. You just be like, <laughs> I I enjoy everything that's happening here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about statistics. Sue, um, <laughs> Jessica's just like, yeah, all right, man, let's go. Let's yeah. do this. I know you, I know this guy because Alfali's like, wait, this is a Gola. Do you want to go with this Gola? Alfali like, is yeah. not having it. He's just like, my lady, you can't <laughs> leave. He's like seriously distressed. And she's like, dude, it's cool. It's Duncan, it's Idaho. One. He's he's married to the Quentin. <laughs> Can uncool. we stop calling her that, please? Duncan's just like, yeah, I know I am. Like, I was there. I know we're married. <laughs> And he's just like, but he's a Gola. And she's like, yeah, but he belonged to my son. It's like, okay, that's also weird. Let's not, this is not an argument. Let's please not refer to when your son owned a person. Yeah. Like, I know he was a clone, but (laughs) he's still, he's an individual person. He was given to your son as a present. 
I think science fiction never knows what to do with clones. Mm-hmm. It's very much a look. We did this. And then it's like, I will oh, say, Orphan not- Black might be a good exception. Orphan, Orphan Black, Black was is a good, good exception, um, but you know, and Battlestar Galactica. Those are my two exceptions. But well, I don't. No, no, no. I don't mean that they're done poorly. I mean mm-hmm. that nobody knows. Like, no one in the world of science fiction knows how they're supposed to approach this. Oh, sure. And it's well, I mean, very just like, well, you're Duncan Idaho. Are you Duncan Idaho? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, um, hello? <laughs> do you belong to me? I mean, again, <laughs> we're just going to do this again. Star Wars. Like, you can't just clone millions of people to Mm-mm. just be like, you're our soldiers now. This is totally fine and acceptable. <laughs> Yeah, it's rude. No one think too much about this. <laughs> Just nobody question this at all. And if you do question it, don't for too long. <laughs> uh, we're just making people. Yeah. These soldiers. It's fine. It's, it's cool. Totally don't worry cool. about it. Don't worry about it. They're all very good looking. We're going to live with it. So they're just... And then there's this whole section where she's just like, he came here on an ornithopter, and all Folly's like, how do you know that? She's like, he's not wearing a still suit. <laughs> yeah, like, duh. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> These Holmesian observations. Like, can we get going, please? Um, they are snipping at each other now. They get in this ornithopter, and she's just like, so, Duncan. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she just starts needling the fuck out of him. She's like, Ollie is not Ollie anymore. He's like, yeah, I know. And she's like, but she's not her anymore. And he's just like, bitch, I'm driving. (laughs) She says, you know, I'm in Atreides. Alia is not in Atreides anymore. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, I serve the Atreides, so don't worry about it. But not Alia, because she's not Atreides. And he full on (laughs) says, shut up. Shut up, I'm trying to drive. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah, like, it's not cool of him to be like that, but at the same time, like, Jessica, what the fuck? Because she like, also, like, she sees his hair, and she remembers mm-hmm. his him bleeding out as he died, and then she sees mm-hmm. his Tlaxu eyes and is like, ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh. what it used to be. Maybe I made a mistake. I don't know. Um, she, she gets says, this like feeling of foreboding or something. And she also calls him out because he says, please don't think harshly of me. And she goes, I haven't thought harshly of you since that night you got super drunk. <laughs> Our favorite scene. And he's just like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, he says, no, he says, I remember it well, which I'm like, Ugh, whatever. Do you? Shut up. <laughs> Do you, babe? I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. After you slept it off a little. Well, I mean, but... he didn't get a chance to sleep it off, did he? I think I that think was he laid right down for they... like an hour. and then Oh, no. Just enough time to feel worse. Mm-hmm. Just that like little lay down where it's like, oh, no, time to get up. Like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I hate He also those. says he was very young. Like, you were not... No. Aren't you the same age now? You're basically roughly nine years older than you were at that point because you were recreated. (laughs) Um, do Gola's age? I don't know. I don't 
think they do, but I mean, I'm not sure. I'll have to, like, listeners, if you guys know, I know the age from children. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, because we do get child goals later on of literally every character that's ever appeared in June. <laughs> oh, Miles. Uh, <laughs> Miles. <laughs> uh, um, so we're going to have a lot. I think we're going to have a lot to say about Miles Tag when the time comes around. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I just want to talk about Poe Dameron. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think so. I know that they can be created as and and be children mm-hmm. because I mean the, the implication with the first Duncan Gola at least is that he came out like a fully formed dude uh, of I don't know 30 we'll say yeah and he not that they had like some little fast growing kid in a lab somewhere uh, but in the future children are sort of produced where everyone's just like surprise mm-hmm, yeah. it's your great grandmother but she's a baby <laughs> um, that does happen <laughs> like what am I supposed to do with this well wait like <laughs> wait 15 years and then have sex with it oh. that always seems to be the answer that is always <laughs> their plan their plan yeah. is always hey <laughs> we made a gola of like, your true love who died. Ladies, you are more than just your holes. They are a baby right now. This is a child. This is a child version <laughs> of Ooh, your dead husband. It's like that movie Birth. Ooh. Oh. Or the one where Ava Green has her yes, boyfriend Yes, Matt clone. Smith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just like, here's this clone of your husband and yeah in 17 years you guys can get married again like what (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's yeah it's it's unclear how much they age once they reach the age they initially were Mm -hmm. because i don't think most of them last that long (laughs) right yeah we don't get a lot of bullas who live to old age as Uh, we'll get to in the next book (laughs) Mm. And what we get to in the next book is also that apparently Golas are, at least the Duncan Idaho Golas are fully functional because there's literally a scene where a Duncan Idaho Gola is just like, am I responsible for these kids that the other one of me made? <laughs> like, oh, 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 yikes. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, I didn't do that. I mean, genetically I did, but I didn't. So... <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an interesting question, though. So, like, if you were a product of, like, you know, a donor, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you know, you're the child of your mother and a donor. Okay. Like, and that donor had, you know, several other, you know, there, you have lots of, like, several half-siblings. And, like, one of them gets sick. Like, are you morally obligated to give like like say oh my half sister that I just found out about needs a kidney are you like morally obligated to give that kidney no I don't think you're ever morally obligated to donate an organ um an organ uh, not the state of Oregon that was a pronunciation <laughs> issue uh <laughs> please donate me the state of Oregon it seems nice it is um, nice so- <laughs> Uh, but I, I think that there's a difference there between that and I, my genetic duplicate 
fathered these children. I, in this, my personal body did not, mm. but mm. a body with my same genetic makeup and my same soul did. That's interesting. That's really I mean, it's also the sort of, you know, orphan black situation where it's yeah. like, kind of, this is all of our kid. <laughs> no, yeah, but the thing about that is that Sarah is always like, fuck you, it is not. That yeah. is my child. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> yeah. Nope. This is just my recommendation. Everybody watch Orphan Black. It's really yes. great. Tatiana Maslany is a rock star. Um, so, uh, yeah, so basically Duncan is just like, oh, by the way, like, how's Gurney? Which is sort of... <laughs> It's sort okay. of like bringing up the boyfriend because no, she's no, no, hitting no. on you. Like the- it's just there's that element where she's just like, not since that night you were drunk, you were still <laughs> the best swordmaster. And he's like, yeah, no, Gurney was better than me. Hey, where's Gurney? Yeah, no, okay. So this is one. Okay, this is one opportunity. I think the audiobook gave me. Okay. Um, because there is like some inflection. All right, going on there because he's like, is he doesn't say it like where's Gurney? Speaking of Gurney, he's like. Where is like Jessica? Where is Gurney? Like it, okay. it's like it's like. And while we're on the subject, maybe oh, you could dudes. tell me what where he is and what you've sent him off to do. Like there's, it's like heavily implied, and there's like the way it's delivered in the audiobook. There's like this level of like kind of weariness or threat behind hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. So it comes across way more menacing in the audiobook. What kind of accent they give in Duncan? He has a just generic mm. English accent. Just like, my lord. You know, I'll, mm. I'll have to, I'll play some for you. Okay. Yeah. I'm always interested in what accents they decide to give characters. I mean, in he has like a working class accent, which I think is interesting because like Jessica and Alia and. Uh, Leto and even like the twins and Paul had like this very polished sort of accent and mm-hmm. everything they said was very purposeful. And Duncan has like he's very terse, but he has like a working class accent, which I appreciate. That little detail. I would like for him to have like a Michael Caine accent. Mm. <laughs> it's not that working class. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Oh, he's covering it up like Gaius Baltar. Uh, (laughs) Oh, speaking of BSG. Always, always. Welcome to Megan and Bo's Sci-Fi Hour. We are just going to talk about everything else. Well, yesterday, from the day we're recording yesterday, was the 12-year something. So many years. It was the anniversary since the last episode of Battlestar, which it was very contentious, much like the last episode of Lost. And much like the last Star Wars movie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of deserts, so uh, by the way, I'm taking you to Seleucus Secundus. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's like, mm? Oh no, but first, oh. he he presses this button, and I think in my notes I said the Sheila button, because right. she is suddenly, like, cocooned in restraints, and the, the book is very clear, only her head is sticking out. And it's like, I'm just picturing her, just Comfy. like, yeah, <laughs> it made me laugh, I don't know, it was funny, 
But yeah, he's like, mm, okay, now that you're restrained, <laughs> don't try any of that Pranabindu shit on me. Yeah, he says, don't you try that voice, because uh, the Tlaxu, like, guarded me <laughs> against that. So yeah. just chill out, lady. I'm, I'm taking I'm not this Duncan Lucy's Idaho. I'm a clone man computer gift. Clone man computer gift. I think it was uh, computer man clone gift, but it's whatever. It's computer man clone gift. Um, yeah. And she's just like, Oh, so you are obeying Alia. He's like, okay, no, we are not talking about Alia. He's oh like, my no, God. I... <laughs> yeah, so who is he Who is he taking his orders from here? The preacher. <laughs> the preacher has said, take Jessica to Secundus and have her teach Faradin the way that she taught Paul. And she's like, wait, is the preacher my son? He's like, I don't he's know. Like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. Like, didn't you meet him? Dude. She, he wishes he knew. But yeah, she's all co- comfy cozy. She's in a little sleeping bag. <laughs> it just Delightful. makes me laugh to think about. No, it's a hilarious like, visual. The, yeah, the fact that he not only like has to tie her up, basically, like has to restrain <laughs> her, but that he restrains her in like a giant airbag. Mm, sexy. Okay. <laughs> well, they're going into deep space, I guess, yeah. in this ornithopter. I don't freaking know. That doesn't seem to make any sense. I didn't no. think they could do that, but I don't know anything about space travel, frankly, so I will just <laughs> accept that that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, and that is, that's chapter 25. Yeah. Exciting stuff, man. Exciting stuff. Very and, annoying yeah. chapter, though. <laughs> I wanted to slap everybody in this chapter. I wanted to slap Al-Fali. I wanted to slap the two Fremen. I wanted to slap Jessica. I wanted to slap Duncan so many times. Jessica just needs... My issue with a lot of Jessica in this book is that it's really hard to get a pin in what she actually thinks about anything, even when Mm. we get her point of view. Because, you know, we know that she fled to Kaladin. She has talked about how she had to get off of Arrakis. But then, you know, last week, we were talking about how she makes a big announcement about, but I've always been one of you. Like, I've always <laughs> been how one of you people. And, yeah, and it's just a lot oh of my fallback God. on convenience. And You know she'd say you people. You people. And then say, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean it like that. Come on. I meant, Every, you know, so you sensitive. <laughs> Can't say anything these days, says Jessica. <laughs> It's like cancel uh, culture. <laughs> That's definitely, she's definitely just like, mm, wow. <laughs> and when she's in this other, this sitch where they've hidden her, there's this definite feeling where she's just like, it's a little shabby in here. It's like, lady, <laughs> these people yeah. saved you. And also, it's I'm sure it's a very nice cave. Well, I think it's abandoned. Like, no one lives there anymore. But, I mean, she's like, oh, these curtains have patches. I think that's how she knows, like, that these were the dog people. But still, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jessica. It's it's kind of classist. It's when you go to someone's house and you're just like, oh, well, look at that. <laughs> I try to never do that. But yeah. not, I just don't go to other people's houses. That's Yeah, frankly, at the end of the day, I, what you do is you don't go to anyone's house. Like, I honestly do not want to be a white lady about it, so I just stay home. It's safer. 
so now now we have to go to Seleucus Secundus. Uh, but Jessica, it's, a little, as, it's a little tiny chapter. Yeah, as Jessica goes, so do we. We are now in Seleucus Secundus where... We've been wrapped so, up in our yeah. little cocoons by Duncan Idaho. <laughs> just cozy. Well, if anyone could wrap me up in a little cocoon, it would be Jason Momoa. It's true. large. No. <laughs> I did. I did watch the Snyder Cut the other day. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh, give it a, a soft recommend. Like it wasn't as bad as the theatrical release. I thought. I thought okay. it was a lot more enjoyable than that. And it was more like cohesive. And I mean, there were a couple moments where I was like, I actually laughed. But here's my main takeaway: is like, can we always have a thick Batman? Because that's just like. <laughs> I don't like Ben Affleck. Okay, I'm going to say that. Like, I'm not... I think he's fine. Whatever. Like, I don't have the loathing for him that I do for Henry Cavill. But (laughs) there is something about, like, a chunky Batman that just really works for me. (laughs) I was kind of into it. (laughs) Anyway. I I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But I have not seen either. Uh, but I recently, I sent you that tweet of, uh, oh, God, now, <laughs> who was it? Oh, my oh, God. Um, Why am I totally blanking? Because we're having so much fun. We are uh, Let's see. Alas, the guy from <laughs> Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, um, I am looking. When did you okay. send me that? I sent to you and oh Rahul Kali yes oh my god that was embarrassing (laughs) but yeah his casual drop the other day on Twitter of how he's six foot four and it was just like "Mm?" excuse me (laughs) my pardon sir yeah and that was great because that was all the uh Twitter responses for people going I'm sorry you said what (laughs) look I know I know like people don't like that women like tall men and I I get it like it's like I said about last the last chapters like jessica is he hot or is he just tall yeah exactly like i feel like tall men get away with a lot more and but it's not i mean that is not cute Rahul is, is hot and yeah no tall, he is objectively so, hot. so that doesn't matter yeah um but yeah i i think that now that we get definite tall duncan idaho there's a lot mm-hmm. more like oh he just wrap you up in a cocoon <laughs> anytime it's okay look at that he's doing yeah. a, he's doing his thing oh my god this is a podcast yeah so all right we have another epigraph that is Mwadib oh, Bispadakin but that is going to be read yes by Jody. Jody, take it away the universe is just there that's the only way I can view it and remain the master of his senses The universe neither threatens nor promises. It holds things beyond our sway. The fall of a meteor, the eruption of a spice blow, growing old and dying. These are the realities of this universe, and they must be faced, regardless of how you feel about them. You cannot fend off such realities with words. They will come at you in their own wordless way, and then, then you will understand what is meant by life and death. Understanding this, you will be filled with joy. Muad'Dib to his Fadaikin. All right. And so, oh God, friends, just like 
Mm-hmm. Why is my mom talking to me? <laughs> Do I have to talk to my mom right now? Uh, his mom is back. Yeah. Um, he's he's like kind of he is trying to figure stuff out, and I actually appreciate this chapter for his growth. Actually, as a I, character, I like Rodden. Yeah. I generally like when he shows up initially. I'm just like, what you're just like kind of a tool. But I appreciate this chapter because his mom is not, she thinks that he's not catching up to things. And I think it's just that he is moving ahead mm-hmm. of all the points. But when yeah. he, he says things out loud, she's just like, wait, why are you talking about, like, he's she's interpreting it as, well, his mind is jumping all over the place where he's actually putting things together mm-hmm. and just saying random things out loud as he puts them together. Yeah. Which, like, he's you know, really smart. Yeah, I think he's just, you know, he might possibly have a little ADD. And he's Although, just, he's got to say it, you know, in bits. <laughs> I got to say this, though. This is, he is a bit Hamlet in this chapter because he's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be an emperor. I just want to read. Well, don't worry, buddy. Yeah. Like, spoiler <laughs> alert, your dream will come true. You're going to get to read and write and just make to out with your a lady. Heart's- freaking forever content, dude yeah um once she's not nine <laughs> right so uh, yeah it's it's so funny because he's just his mom is very everything's gonna be great we have mm-hmm. totally worked out this great plan for you <laughs> uh where you're gonna get to be emperor and it'll be cool and he's, he's... like i don't know about that <laughs> yeah he has to really think about it, but he's like, he kind of, sh- he's like, well, huh. Because, like, this is something that he's kind of been, I think it's been drilled into him from birth. That this is, like, his destiny, his birthright. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of, he's been expecting it, but, like, now that it's here, he's like, uh-huh. And, sh- and basically, because his mom is also like, uh, so we're gonna kill little children. <laughs> it's gonna like, be well, super fun. Didn't you already kill, like, a whole bunch of little children to train those ti- laser tigers? Laser tiger. Laser tiger. Saw Idris Elba in a trailer today. Ooh, I, for the Suicide Squad. For the Suicide Squad. He does not yeah. say anything about laser tigers in the trailer. We don't know what he's doing in the film. Yeah. Uh, there could be a laser tiger as a member of the team. I don't know. <laughs> They've already got one animal. We can yeah, keep moving true. it. Uh, yeah, so, because, like... One of these big things is that he has noticed that Hayek doesn't call her princess anymore. Mm-mm. He calls her my the queen or something. He calls her my lady, which is apparently mm-hmm. like a proper, like you know, great house kind of mode of address. Yeah. And he's just like, well, does he call her like, oh, the queen mother? Because they think that I'm going to be emperor. They're all assuming this is going to happen. But mm-hmm. when he is saying these ideas out loud, his mom is like, wait, why does that matter? Does he think I'm sleeping with him? Like, what does he care? <laughs> and it's just, you know, another thing where he's just trying to figure out, like, point A, point B, point C in his head. And his mom's mm-hmm. like, are you not listening to me talk about <laughs> all the awesome stuff I've done so that you could be emperor? Yeah. Like, he, he just suddenly says, like, you know, Lady Jessica shouldn't have left Kaladin. She's like, what are you talking about? They should have sent the twins to her. And she's just like, then he's like, oh, wait, never mind. They would never, like, let the both of them be in space at the same time. You know, and he's just like, well, it's got to be the priests or it's mm-hmm. Alia. And she's like, well, do you think Alia wants power? And he won't even look at his mom. He's like, obviously she does. 
<laughs> Mom, oh my God, you're so dumb. Mm. He's talking about how he's been reading about sandworms. She's like, you don't have to read books anymore, sweetie. <laughs> we'll have other people read books for you. You don't get it. That's what he likes. <laughs> Mom. And he says, this is all the stuff that we've done for you. And he goes, you didn't do it for me. Yeah. Which and she says, what? <laughs> and I, that's not me being Megan. That is in the book. What? Yep. <laughs> he says, you did it for House Carino. Yeah. He's like, I didn't don't want any part of this. I you... think that that's generous, him saying yeah. she did it for House Carino. Well, he says, you did it for House Carino and your House Carino. Yeah. And she's just like, no. <laughs> He's like, well, while we're on the topic, I'm not thrilled that you killed so many kids in training these times. Like, I understand you feel like you did what you have to do for me to take the throne, whatever, but you killed a bunch of innocent little kids. And you find it distasteful. I'm, goes, I'm not what? into it. <laughs> yeah. And she... And he goes, she says, how can you say such a thing? We do what any great house would do in promoting its own fortunes. And he says, do you? I think you've been a bit gross. Yes. Don't he actually me. calls her gross. And he says, don't interrupt me. If I'm going to be emperor, you have to learn to listen to me. <laughs> but he also is like, and I guess I won't kill Tekanic now, but, you know, there's got to be consequences for all this stuff that was done in my name. Because at one point, you know, when he mentions Duncan Idaho, she's just like, oh, well, but didn't that weird preacher guy mention Duncan Idaho? And he's just like, mom, that's not even, that's the worst lie I've ever heard. Like, you didn't know that the preacher came here. Like, okay, we're going to move past that. Like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> and yeah, she's, she's, she's going to do the, the hereditary. It's your fucking face on your face. <laughs> you get that face off your face. Oh, so I good. Do. Oh my His god. Sacrifice for you. For this like, family. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I'll keep Tyke around. It's fine. But, you know. And he says, look, she says, well, the tigers were necessary. And he says, well, I'll believe that if it works, but that doesn't mm -hmm. mean I like anything that led up to that. Yeah. And she says, what are you gonna do? And he says, I don't know. Maybe I'll be emperor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, I guess I'm just going to wait and see what happens. It's like, bravo. Watch what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And she was just sort of like, I thought he was going to, like, throw me out. <laughs> and yeah, she was like, sweating it for a minute there. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to the library. <laughs> read some books. Yeah, he's about like, our family. I, I suddenly feel the need to, like, study up on House Carino. Like, uh, I guess I might be emperor. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he is not feeling it. This is, I've never seen anyone that wants to be emperor less. No, absolutely. This is, he's like a character from like a K-drama at this point yeah. where it's like, surprise, <laughs> you're a prince. It's like, oh no, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't need that. Thank you. I am though. seriously okay with <laughs> not doing that. Yeah. Um... I mean, you're right. He just wants he just wants to read his books. Mm-hmm. Maybe write some stuff down. Have he just a good wants time. to be scholarly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, a noble enough pursuit in its own. This is just, you know, like uh Henry the Eighth before mm -hmm. everything went awry. Yeah. 
So awry. Very awry. The TBI. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. I believe it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, and that's that. You know, his mom is like, well, shit. I thought he'd be a little ex- more excited about this. Yeah. And he is not. She's like, do I need to keep my eye on my son? Yeah, probably, lady. <laughs> I mean, like, all right. <laughs> so that's it. Those are the two chapters. Hooray! Eventful. Eventful chapters. Yeah, it's just, it is so very, well, I mean, don't you think it would be kind of fun to be emperor? <laughs> He's like, no, I don't. Actually. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird? Wouldn't it be crazy if I had some trained tigers kill a bunch of little kids <laughs> yeah. and they killed your cousins and now you are the emperor of the known universe? Oh, one interesting fact I want to mention from this last chapter. <clears throat> so apparently her husband, when when Siska's husband was related, like closely related, I guess, to um, Fenring, Count Fenring. Okay. So Faradin is like related to the Fenrings as well. And I think wasn't weren't the Fenrings like cousins of... Of the Carino house or something like that. I don't know. They're all inbred and intermarried anyway. Oh, they absolutely are. And they all call each other cousin because it's that royal thing. And, Mm. oh, the Fenrings. (laughs) I've thought about them in an age. I know. They're just out. They're out there living somewhere. Yeah. Excuse me. Miss you, Margo. Miss you guys and your weird... Humming. Humming at each other. (laughs) Your weird house of cards relationship. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is very apt. Thank you. I try. (laughs) I try to be apt. It's almost like you do this professionally, Megan. I I don't know about that. Uh... (laughs) Which is funny. Anyway, um, no, not that you do this professionally but <laughs> wow i was about to launch into a story but then i was like nobody needs that and i don't want to end it edit it out later so um <clears throat> do we have anything to promote this week or plug uh no i am i've got nothing at the moment okay mm-hmm. and if anyone wants to follow me on tiktok i post nothing <laughs> Yeah, pretty much the same. I mean, if you want lots of videos about eggs, for some reason I have them. Um. Yeah, you have that. I do. I do a lot of those. Um, I react to people yeah. talking about the '90s as if it was the 1890s. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and I did too. one of those saying if you think they're attractive things for Star Wars, and mm-hmm. my friend Shan- Shannon was very disappointed in me. <laughs> And it was great. That's why I did it, <laughs> frankly. Um, okay, so I think that's going to do it for this week. If you want to check us out on Twitter, you can find us at Weirding Pod. We're also on Instagram. I think it's Weirding Podcast. It might mm-hmm. be just Weirding Pod. Um, yeah, so, or you can always find us over at thespool.net where we talk about film and television. And, uh, yeah, you can always send us a letter to weirdingpodcast at gmail.com. 
We're always there. We love letters, as you might have learned in the last episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do love letters, and we like reviews. So if you leave one of those, we'll we'll be sure to read it on the show, unless it's really mean. <laughs> Please don't be mean. Yeah, I mean you can be honest, but you don't have to be mean. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's gonna do it for us this time. Until next time, everyone. Thank you, and be nice. Take your spice. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes or leave us a review. If you want to hear more from us, you can check out our website at weirdingpodcast.com. Epigraphs this episode were read by Jody Skinner. With music from Epidemic Sound, please visit their library at epidemicsound.com. Our podcast theme is by Josh Whiteman. You can find him on SoundCloud at Whiteman Josh. And our podcast artwork is by Josh Hollis. Please visit his website at joshhollis.com. <laughs>